everyone, and welcome to CAVA's podcast series, where we address various topics related to connected homes and intelligent buildings. In today's episode, we'll talk about sustainability and new requirements for buildings with Michael Grant of Metricist. We'll discuss the ins and outs of Local Law 97 and offer listeners a special look at how to navigate the new sustainability requirements. If you're new to CAVA, CAVA stands for the Continental Automated Building Association, an international nonprofit trade association that focuses on connected homes and intelligent buildings. CAVA provides value to its members through networking, industry presence, and research and information. I'm Jill Fry, CEO and President of Cummins Facility Services and Chairwoman of Facility Data Standard. I have just started with CABA, and I'm so honored to be able to host this podcast today with my dear friend, Michael. Michael, welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here. Would you please tell us Thank a little you. bit about yourself? Yeah, so I'm Michael Grant. I'm the COO and co-founder of Metricus. So Metricus is a software as a service business. Uh, we provide software and services to people who have buildings who want to make them smarter more efficient and more sustainable. So a building is a building to us, but commercial real estate are the biggest areas of play for us at the moment. Uh, we have customers globally uh, and we have strong partnerships uh, across the globe as well. Cummings being one of those very important partners for us. So uh, yeah, we software as a service, working in buildings, helping them to become more efficient and healthier spaces really is what we do. Yeah, I like to call it buildings are talking. Right. They're letting us know what's going inside and what's what's happening with them. Yes, exactly. So, Michael, what's local law 97? What does that mean? How do you what do you know about that? Well, it's 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 an interesting one. It's 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 a law for the for in the US, but it's specific to New York City. So it's a new piece of legislation, new piece of legislation introduced by the city of New York that aims to reduce the carbon emissions of buildings in the city. So. Specifically, uh, it's setting out to limit the emissions for buildings over 25,000 square feet or more. And, and in New York, there's about 50,000 of those. So this law was it was passed in 1997 uh, as part of the climate mobilize, <coughs> climate mobilization. And uh, it's an act as part of the city's glow, uh, goal to reduce its greenhouse gases by 80 percent by 2050. So. It's coming out. It's been around for a while, but it's not really coming into force until next year. Wow, that's crazy. So who does this law affect? Like you talked about the, the 50,000 buildings and it's a building in New York um, that's over 25,000 square feet. Is it every Correct. building? Is it residential? Is it office? Is it manufacturing? Uh, yeah, it's it's. It's, it's not every building. So, so it includes commercial buildings, multifamily residential buildings and mixed use buildings. So the idea is that these larger buildings, because they are responsible for the significant amount of the city's carbon emissions, uh, they want to focus the efforts in those buildings to reduce those emissions. So but the interesting part is it, it, there are penalties, right? So if you fail to submit a report, the, the fine is 50 cents per square foot. Uh, per building uh, for each month that you haven't corrected or produced the report within 12 months. So you do get a grace period of, of 60 days within the due date, but you know, 
it's pretty hefty, there's pretty hefty fines, right? So I, I don't I don't know how many people are actually really worried at the moment or how many people are saying, ah, we've got it covered, but there's 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 some big fines potentially coming out out the back of this. Okay, so let's just say I've got a small building in New York that's a hundred square feet, hundred thousand square feet. And hundred thousand. And I get a fifty cent per square foot fine per month. So yeah. How, what it, what is the math on that? Fifty thousand dollars, hundred thousand square feet, fifty cents. Yeah. yeah. Wow, a month. Yeah. So isn't there? Did, I heard something that New York is expecting like a couple billion dollars in recapping all of this money uh, in fines. Like they're trying to like build up their their rainy day fund or something i mean they're going to get there pretty fast right they will they will and and it's because it's a law you have no way around it i i i think from from listening to what's going on and reading what's going on in, in new york given our customer base it's they they may have to give people a little bit more leeway on on this i think yeah. because yeah. some some people it's the typical thing, right? Like when I was at high school and I used to do my homework, I used to do it the day before it was due, right? I never did it when I got it. So I think this could be the same type of thing. I, yeah. I think I think I think there might be some can I have a bit more time to do my homework, please, miss coming up. <laughs> yeah. The cat ate my homework and uh it's not here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. So when is it officially supposed to start? When is this like shotgun going off? So so the law came into effect on May 18th, 2021. Uh, uh, but the buildings need to restart their reporting from 2024. So it, there's been a there's been grace period already to say, right, you need to start looking at this. You need to start reporting on your emissions, but the reports start 2024. And the emission... Uh, limits was forced from 2025 so there's even a little bit more grace so so you've got 2024 start reporting 2025 it will start to be reinforced so uh, however th there are some exceptions right and there are phasing so it's important for building owners and managers to check their own building check how they're affected check when their requirements kick in because they're not all kicking in at the same time so it's 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 important it's important for people to make sure they look at that and they do their own research because I'm I'm an Australian who lives in England but works in America as well. So I'm not an expert in any way, shape or form, but I'm a very nosy person. So I'm looking into this for our customers and what, what it means and how we help our customers because we started to look at reporting for this specifically in our platform. We haven't finished it yet, but it's it's such a big topic that we we started to look into it for people. Yes, yes. Well, we'll go into that at the later part of the show because you are very applicable in New York and um, you've got a lot of experience there. That's why you're my guest for Local Law 97. <laughs> but um, anyway, so and who does this uh, this law apply to? Everyone in the whole state of New York or is it narrowed down? Uh, so it, it applies to people uh in in the five boroughs of new york so this includes manhattan brooklyn queens the bronx and staten island so that they're the areas that it covers okay and as we all know if there's a state that's going to find money it's going to be new york 
and there's going to be a ton of states to follow suit, right? I mean, we're going to have everybody jumping on board. Is that why this is so important as a as a national impact? Uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. I'll answer that question in two ways. One, I think you're right. Other states will do it, and I think some states are already doing it. Uh, California is doing it. I know Canada's rolling this out as well. There's a lot, and and there was a seminar a while ago on on who else is going to do this and why, but. Local law, it, it's important because buildings account for up, for around 70% of New York's greenhouse gas emissions. That's just in New York. So by setting the emission limits for buildings, the city can reduce its overall carbon footprint, which is what it's trying to do, and move towards its goal of becoming a more sustainable and more resilient city. So very, very important. You know, New York wants to do something and they are going to do something rather than just talk about it. So this is not going to be a greenwashing thing that's happened in Europe. So in, in addition, the, the law is also important because it provides an opportunity for building owners and building managers to save money on energy costs and improve energy efficiency of their buildings. Now, a lot of people might say, well, you've got to spend money to save money. And you do because some buildings will need to spend more, others will need to spend less. But uh, you know, you need to spend money to save money. It's it's just a, a fact. And some buildings will need to spend more than others. But w when you've got a law, it's important. And also the whole world is trying to limit greenhouse gas emissions and its carbon emissions to get to net zero. So it's it's very important. And, and it's it's a it's a significant piece of legislation. Uh, and it has the potential, uh, as I mentioned earlier, to, civic, to significantly reduce the greenhouse gas emissions in New York. However, it does pose a challenge at the same time. So building managers and owners, they must ensure their buildings meet the new emissions. Uh, uh, and if you don't, then the penalties are there. But if, if you if you can make those changes, the best way to stay in, in, you know, to stay within the guidelines per se is, and that, that this is not an extensive list. And some people will have done some of these already. Some of it is harder than others, but Improving the building envelope, you know, which means the walls, the ceiling and the roof and the, the sometimes the foundations uh, and, and upgrading those or insulating those or sealing buildings. So a lot of buildings leak. So yeah. what does that mean? They're leaking energy, they're leaking uh, heating or cooling and it escapes. So you have to keep you know filling it back up with warm air or cold air, depending on the season that you're in. HVAC upgrades. It doesn't mean throwing the whole thing out, but it does mean having a look and making some changes. If your HVAC is 30 years old, 20 years old, you may be due for an upgrade or you might need parts of that system upgraded. And a lot of those systems now are a lot more energy efficient than they used to be. And also, you know, you can do air source heat pumps that you never had before, geothermal heat pumps. There's, there's a lot of other things you can do. Excuse me. Unless people have done it already, upgrade your lights, LEDs, energy efficient lights put pirs in when people leave the lights go out when they walk in the lights go on you know you can implement demand control ventilation you can install solar panels on on the top of the building or on the sides of the building somewhere where you can where you can start to gather that energy uh and then the other one is you know conduct energy audits have a look at your building continue to understand how your building is being used and concentrate more and more on that usage, whether you're the landlord or the tenant, I think there's a responsibility now and this local law will bring landlord and tenant closer together because that they, they, they need to do something. You can't do it in isolation.
Yeah, totally agree. So those are great ideas, uh, how to improve your buildings, right? How to make them last longer and how, how to be more sustainable. But Michael, the reason I brought you on the show, I mean, obviously, as you said, you're from Australia, you live in London. Why did I bring you onto a show to talk about a local law in 97? So tell us what you're doing in New York because it is so impressive and amazing and I'm so proud of you. Um, <laughs> Thank you. It's great. Um, so you and I met in New York in November to actually go to a convention or a, a, a show uh, on, you know, learning about local law 97. Um, and, and where did you go after after our after we met in New York at that conference? So we went to one of our biggest customers now, which is Accenture. So they've got lots of buildings. They've got lots of buildings around the world. They've got big buildings in New York. Uh, and through them, it's, you know, again, as I mentioned earlier, the reason we're looking into it so much is because of customers like Accenture and some of our financial customers and our banking customers who've got lots of very, very large buildings in New York. And we, we as a partner and a good partner need to know what's going on and to understand what requirements they have, what pain points they have, how can we help them alleviate some of those pain points with the software and the platform? Is it pulling data in? From HVAC systems and people count systems to help them change the way their BMS and their energy systems are working. So that's why we're involved. That's why we know as much as we do about it and why we continue to research it. Because of those 50,000 buildings, some of our customers are in, you know, they have a couple of hundred of those across New York in total with all of our customer base. So it's, it's important to help our customers as much as possible uh, when so it comes to this. With the Metricus platform, are you able to document and you know show that documentation to the new york um municipal for the local law 97 standards like to show that a building is uh reducing their carbon footprint um is that part of what you're doing with accenture and you know do you have those reporting skills so at, at the moment what we're doing we're, we're almost finished i'd say the end of calendar year this will come out in q2 for us end of q2 we are building a local law 97 specific report so that people can say, this is what we've done. This is how it works. This is how much we've reduced our carbon emissions. At the moment, the platform can show you energy usage and it can show you a trend of it going down, which then relates to carbon emissions. You can then do a calculation. We've got a an intermediate kind of represent graphical representation of that, but we will have specific reports that that you can you can have ready and in your pocket to say when someone comes and said right show me your compliance with local law 97 we've got a report we, we've hired an esg uh, and sustainability consultant uh, a young guy who's working for us so it, one of his first jobs was the local law 97 report then there's a standard esg report so we are then going to our customers getting their feedback and asking them what they need in their reports and we'll have a report that I don't want to say ticks the box because that's the wrong thing to say, but we'll have a report that covers what you need to complete your reporting to help you not get a fine. Now, you need to report on it, but you also need to show progress. So one part of it is the report. The other part of it is getting the data out of the buildings to put into the report. Yeah. And that's coming from energy you know, usage, coming from your HVAC systems, coming from the amount of people in the building, the indoor air quality. So all of those things together go into that report to help you provide something that you need to ensure that you're in compliance with the law that's coming out and all that's about to be regulated. 
Yeah. Isn't that great, though? I mean, we're taking these buildings that might be old or the Accenture building is not new, right? But we're making it more sustainable. We're making the indoor air quality higher. We're making people's lives that work in those buildings so much, so much safer, so much healthier, right? And they can come to work knowing what their indoor air quality is or knowing that there's not some not that anyone would have, you know, lead in their paint anymore, but, you know, just some bad things yeah. that, that might be in a building and what progress that we've made, you know, it's just so wonderful. I love technology and I love that we're putting it in buildings. You know, I don't think people really appreciate that, but so many, so many of us spend so many hours in, in a building every single day to know that those buildings are healthy and safe. And it's just, it makes you feel good. You can come home and not get sick from going to work, you know, and great things. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Well, even we spend 90% of our time indoors, it's a pretty important thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we're not. Michael was just telling me about that pub that's outside this window that we can see. I hope you can all see this this awesome pub from 1768? 1668, yeah. So it's yeah. very old pub. We'll, we'll go there when you come out, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds wonderful. Michael, thank you so much for being my first guest on this CABA podcast. Um and I've just got to say, CAB is working on some incredible projects in intelligent building space. Their 2022 landmark research project is almost done with the focus on healthy buildings and indoor air quality. See, we're following CABA's lead. It's not too late to join. <laughs> if you're interested in participating or you would like to purchase in this research, please let Greg Walker know at walker at um, And then, Michael, give us a plug for Metricus. Uh, well, I'll give you a quick plug for Metricus. If you want data and you'd like your building to be more efficient, more sustainable and more productive, then you should talk to us. That's right. And I'm from Facility Data Standard and we are making buildings talk the same language. So if you're interested in that, let me know as well. Um, we're also doing the Milan Hackathon at the ISSA show. Um, so that's yes. super fun in um, May. So that'll be right around the corner. So. Good stuff coming around this this bend. Yes, very exciting year ahead, I think, Joel. Yeah, thanks, Michael. You're the best in the world. I appreciate your time. I know you're all over the world, so thank you so much. No worries. Pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Joel. Thank you.